Welcome to TrekCast, the official podcast of the Real Estate Council here in Dallas, Texas. I'm Bill San Antonio, Trek's Marketing and Communications Coordinator. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today we continue our Technology of Placemaking series with Industrious National Launch Manager Leah Alexander. Leah was one of our panelists during our April 3rd Bank of Texas Speaker Series and joins us today to talk a bit about how Industrious and other co-working spaces are changing the way that people work. Before we get to our talk with Leah, I'd like to remind you to subscribe to TrekCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, and to follow the Real Estate Council on Facebook, we are at the Real Estate Council, and on Twitter and Instagram, at TrekDallas. Be sure to join us at Below Mansion on May 14th for our first Market Matters Breakfast of the Year on the Future of Retail. We've got two panel discussions lined up about repurposing existing retail buildings and how the retail sector will evolve in the years to come. Speakers include Christine Perez of DCEO, Mark Mazenter of Open Realty Advisors, Frank Miolopoulos of Corinth Properties, Amanda Moreno-Lake of Jim Lake Companies, Jennifer Pearson of Strive, Alan Shore of The Retail Connection, and Herb Weitzman from The Weitzman Group. So head on over to recouncil.com and get your tickets now. Now, here's Leah Alexander, right here on TrackCast. So, in recent years, the boundary between work and home life uh, has blurred pretty considerably. We have this idea of, um, you know, the coffee shop is the office, being, people being able to work remotely and, and essentially from, from anywhere. So, how has this impacted what commercial real estate owners and service providers and, and their tenants uh, are, what, what does this mean for what their needs are now um, in terms of, of building an office space? Um, and, and what strategies have they employed to address this, this kind of shift? Yeah. So I would say what I've seen over the last four years that I've been involved um, with Industrious is that there has definitely been a shift to, as you say, these kind of the blur between the coffee shop and the work, live, play communities. Um, there's been a shift to that driven by the gig, gig economy, driven by um, improved technology, and people originally, you know, with the gig economy kind of exploding a few years ago, were working in coffee shops because they needed somewhere to be productive. Um, and now what we're doing is answering kind of the same question of how do we build out spaces that are engaging for people who are looking for communities as people for the gig economy were doing? How do we build those out um, for larger companies, for enterprise solutions, for companies who are looking to expand across the country and provide the same level of amenity experience to their team in Columbus as their team in San Francisco is experiencing. So what we're doing at Industrious in particular is building out co-working spaces that offer those premium amenities on the one hand, and then also working with asset owners and landlords to build out more experiential tenant experience management um, capabilities so that their office buildings or their office parks are also able to offer that to their members. So how, how are asset owners and managers and occupiers using data to deliver a better, more individualized tenant experience? Yeah, a number of different ways. I would say one thing that we're doing at Industrious is we are 
currently we use a lot of sensors to try to detect what the right usage is, and we use that information and that data to inform our decisions about how do we create the right mix of space that people are really going to feel productive in, uh, that people are going to be excited to use every day. So for example, one kind of early finding that we've been discussing is nobody sits on couches, which is pretty surprising. Like you have all these lounge spaces when you think about any space that you go to any day. There's always hmm. a couch there, right? Nobody in the office is really sitting on couches. So we're like, okay, well, why is that? And really digging into that data is kind of the next level of figuring out how do, how do we how do we supply a space that is going to be used to the ultimate optimization by members um, so that people can really feel excited about going to their office every day. What is the reason for that? I don't know the reason <laughs> for that. I mean, I, I can make some hypotheses for sure, but that's definitely kind of what we want to use data to try to ascertain what's going on and then make some hypotheses and kind of test and push and pull on what could actually be the reason there. Sure. Um, of course, you know, data is being collected by a number of different sources. Um, and anytime you know, there's a tremendous amount of data being collected, there are risks and challenges that are associated with that, um, it, mostly in terms of, of privacy and security and, and respecting that privacy and security on part of the people that are providing that data. Um, so what, what kinds of risks are uh, these data handlers facing when they collect this kind of stuff, and, and how do we mitigate those risks? Yeah. Um, undoubtedly, there's kind of a whole unknown world of data and technology that, you know, we, we as, a, as a people don't know what we're getting into. We, we say sometimes at Industrious, the invention of the ship was also the invention of the shipwreck in that, you know, we're inventing new things now and new ways that people are interacting with their environments every day and the data that they're providing we don't know what the implications of that are going to be. And there could be, with Facebook, everybody was like, oh, this is great, I'm sharing all my information, and then all of a sudden, you know, data breaches left and right, and that, you know, has all kinds of implications. So, as far as the future holds, I think what we need to do right now is be really thoughtful around it, be really careful around it, make sure that we're not just kind of staying up to code, but also going above and beyond and making sure that people's data is secure and safe. Um, at Industrious, of course, we make sure that nothing is personally identifiable. Um, and I think it's just really important that all companies have that in mind, especially real estate companies who are perhaps uh, just getting into the data side of collection. So how, how can real estate people in metropolitan areas like DFW utilize these kinds of solutions? I mean, when we think about um, you know, data-driven solutions, we tend to think about them being used in places like New York and San Francisco, mm -hmm. um, places that are very pop densely populated. Um, DFW is more of a sprawl. Um, so then how can we use these solutions in a more sprawling metroplex like DFW? Yeah, I think that, so I would say that we see a lot of trends that start in New York and San Francisco simply by nature of them being dense population centers. And that's where a lot of creativity happens. And then those things filter out to the rest of the country. I don't think anything's different with how we're seeing people interact with their commercial real estate, with their office spaces. It's similar in that, you know, you might, we might have the ideas start in New York and San Francisco, and certainly that's where a lot of startups are, so that's where people are looking for more creative and flexible office solutions. But that's definitely not to say that we don't see the same demands in other markets. So at Industrious, you know, we're in, we're in Plano, for example, we're in a lot of suburban markets across the country where people want the same thing. They want to be happy in the workplace. 
it looks slightly different, I would say, market to market on, you know, how do you define, um, you know, how do you define actual happiness in the, in the space that you're in? Differs by person, differs by area. Uh, for example, in our, in our Portland markets um, up in Oregon, we have a huge demand for compost in the building, for renewable sources of, you know, paperware, plasticware, et cetera. I'm gonna be honest with you, we don't see that, we don't get that request as often in some of our Texas markets. Um, it's just not as high a priority as I think some of the environmentalism is in the Pacific Northwest. Sure. Um, in the Texas markets, in Plano, for example, parking, number one question, how am I gonna, how am I gonna get to the office? You know, there aren't quite as many um, infrastructure, uh, excuse me, you know, there aren't quite as many uh, public transportation options for people to get to the office. So they, you know, they need to drive their car and we need to figure out how they're going to be able to do that. Um, all of that's going to change, of course, as the nature of transportation and cars change in the coming years. So it'll be really interesting to see uh, how that then informs how people are getting around. Leah, thanks so much for your time today. How, how can people learn more about Industrious? Yeah, so you can come check us out at industriousoffice.com would be where you'll find most information. Uh, you can also visit us in person. We have two locations in the North Texas area. In Dallas, we're at One Arts Plaza, and then we have our Plano location to check out as well. So feel free to visit either location. Um, and then all across the country, we're in 35 different cities, so feel free to come say hello. Big thanks to Industrious's Leah Alexander for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to TrekCast wherever you get your podcasts and get your tickets to Market Matters now over at recouncil.com. Once again, I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks for listening.